He had amazing ability to wind up, even though he didn't speak English. I liked him actually. I enjoyed it. You know, he was a tough guy, and he was aggressive, and he was he was angry. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts, and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Ronan O'Gara, good morning to you. Hi, Adrian. Hi, Ashley. How's it going? Great. Yeah, very well. Very well, thank you. A couple of weeks into the season, you've uh, two from two and you have Perpignan tomorrow. Life is good? Uh, Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be be getting too carried away. we uh, have had a better start, obviously, than, than last season, which wasn't too difficult. But uh, uh, we have a better squad this year, and the atmosphere is better. So um, pre-season was good. Um, we have momentum. Um, changed up the team for tomorrow a little bit. Um, so interesting to see opportunities for, for certain guys. And um, Alton Delan, is that what you're saying? No, Alton is. Um, he's. Um, he was involved against Leon, but unfortunately got a, a little bit of a, a tweak in the yeah. uh, in the buttocks um, playing on a synthetic pitch. So uh, we need to mind him a little bit for a week or two. But uh, yeah, he's been brought integrated really well. Very popular with the boys. Great. Um, Work great in him and uh, smile on his face. So really pleasant to have in the environment. Uh, you've talked about the environment and the atmosphere there a couple of times, and I was looking at it last night. You've uh, 34 players out between uh, retirements and departures. Was that right? About the, it looked like a big old number and 10 players in. Is that, are they, is that right, or did I have a landed myself on some dodgy website that was reporting misinformation? You've had a few too many whiskeys. So <laughs> 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 only 25 past eight. <laughs> I understand we're in France, but 34, no. <laughs> I was thinking that's the whole team is gone. 14, right. <laughs> and the backup. Yeah. They even have them listed out here. I don't know. It's... Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, there's, there's a bit of, there's a bit of uh, change around is what we're saying. Is that is that fair enough to say there's been... Um, yeah, there's been... Um, kind of 14, yeah, have um, left or yeah, 14, I suppose, have are not here and, and recruited uh, seven with an emphasis on probably uh, quality um, and younger players coming up. You know, I think that was the one big thing that I suppose that uh, refreshing me was in time with Scott Roberts. The, how he sets up young players to succeed. So I really bought into that, I think. And um, I remember being that young player, but then as you get old, you forget it and you become the experienced player. But I think there's a definite formula for seeing uh, the best of young players and how you can set them up. Um, so that's very much to the fore of, of, of my mind because you can always say, oh, next time or next time, give the advantage to the experienced player. Uh, but something I'm big on is trying to just uh, young players don't feel pain. They don't. They don't spend time on the ground. They hop off the ground. They get up. They don't get hurt. When we older players have miles on the clock, you have, you think about things. I think when you're under 25, you don't. Uh, you don't really think. You act first. While people who understand their bodies, I think with time and experience, they they know how to manage it. But I suppose the 
the fearlessness of youth is always a great, I think, element in your team, and you have to mix that with experience. You can't have an all an OAP team. You need you need to mix it. And when you're bringing in these younger players and new players, how do you go about integrating them into the team? I often wonder: is there a lot of emphasis on off the pitch stuff to get them to, I suppose, to you know be comfortable in the environment because I'm sure pre-season is so important to get a good start to the year because obviously things can be affected then from then on so you want them to to be able to be comfortable in the environment so that they kick on from there yeah and the big thing too is that some of this is probably over glorified or emphasized by, by coaches it's quite simple in the fact that these guys are the a pretty stable structure around them that they're in the academy, they're escorts, and they have to do, I suppose, college. It's 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 uh, um, obligatory in in France in in the academy system that they have to be doing education with their rugby to to 21 years of age. So they're well looked after here uh, in that regard. And I'm a big believer in if they have something aligned with their rugby, they have a better chance of succeeding with their rugby because it's. The brain, I think, works better with that distraction as opposed to all all the eggs in the basket. Rugby, rugby, rugby. It just doesn't do, do anyone any good and it's not sustainable. So we put a big emphasis on that. But the most important thing is that they can be themselves, whether they're 17 or 18 or 35, that the environment um, caters for them to be themselves. And that's I mean, we have a very different mix here with someone like Raymond Rue, who's a bundle of energy and floats around and dances to music and then you have some very studious guys who who need to be serious to be performing but for younger players it doesn't matter what age they're they have to feel themselves to be able to perform and um, we try and integrate as many as possible in pre-season but the other side of it too is that you're trying to compete and win medals on both fronts so it is naturally quite ruthless but you don't necessarily want them to be feeling that they have to be ruthless Having come uh, so close, obviously in the um, a top fourteen a couple of years ago, and then getting the Heineken Cup in the in the bank uh, last year, I presume all of that stuff helps with that culture and mentality that that you're talking about. Have you specifically sat down? I did wonder that if this was the year you put a special emphasis on the top fourteen, um, having the European title in the bank and and wanting to get over the line domestically. Is that something you speak about, or is that? Just like I know, I know you'll tell me now we're going for it on all fronts. We want to win all games, but is there a special emphasis on the top fourteen this year? No, there isn't because there's a special emphasis on the next half a day. I think that's the way I work. You know, I think I'm very big on just I suppose consistency of behaviours, consistency of personality. Just try and be yourself, and if the boys are self-driven, the environment is there for them. But like, I can't drive them I can inspire them but I can't motivate them so I think that's very important that that's internal inside them and I think it is in this group but the first I think championship yes it was the first championship for these guys but it was the first championship in the club's history which is quite staggering when you think about it like that but when you've knocked one over you want to you want to knock as many others as you can in, in a short period of time but you got to remember that's in, a, in my game, that's a long, long time away, Adrian. It's next June or May for Champions Cup. So it's it's futile thinking of silverware. At this stage, you're just trying to, I suppose, establish 
what your standards are on, on what your players want to achieve with each other and then the great thing about it is that we have only 80 minutes every week to show what training is training well, boys need to get excited about playing games and that's what we do here I think we review our games well and then we set ourselves up to hopefully succeed the following Saturday or fail and then there are certain learnings that you take and you become better at I often wondered to be a successful team you have to have a buy-in from the whole panel the whole squad and as a head coach or a manager it must be extremely tough to keep everybody happy how do you go about that, I suppose, with lads that aren't making the squad and things like that? Because I think uh, you spoke about it before, that you need to have the buy-in from everyone and I suppose everyone's not happy all the time. Yeah, exactly, of course, Ashley. But I think, you know, I'm fooling myself thinking of getting buy-in from everyone, you know. That just won't happen, you know. You're going to have five stragglers here and there. That's normal. It's just that you don't want these boys bringing down, I suppose, the middle tier who are uncertain. But I think after last season, sometimes actions are way more powerful than words in Marseille for whatever it was, 20 minutes, 20 seconds when that whistle goes. If that doesn't stimulate you to be better, nothing will. So I can go up to the top of the room and, and get excited and do what I want, but the boys have tasted it now and Believe me, it tasted incredibly good, and they'll tell you that. So they have a little taste for it now. So they want to kick on. How do you? They say there's always that element in a in a group that sort of you're talking with the four or five who, no matter what you do, you're not going to get by, and and you generally tend to spend most of your time, I suppose, uh, with those characters. How do you manage all of that? Um, you make a plan, and you kind of have to, I suppose, make sure your staff is aligned. And you're thinking the same because people, assistant coaches, coaches may think differently, but if they think differently, then we're going to be split. But So we have to make sure our messages are very coherent and cohesive and uh, aligned to what the player is hearing, not what we say, but what the player is hearing, because mm. it's two different things. What you say to something may not be what the player hears, so that's mm. been a good learn for me. So sometimes you finish a meeting and you ask, well, what did you hear today from your coach? And if he repeats what you think you have said to him, then you're that's buy-in for me. But um, I think it's not the same group and it's not the same team. And that's why this year is very exciting. The fact that, as you said, there's 14 got out, there's seven gone in. You think that Johan Tanga or Anton Astoy are interested in what happened in Marseille. No, they're not. They weren't there. That wasn't their time. Their time is now. So we started... Two weeks ago, we started well. We had a sticky first game, uh, but the boys showed great character. And then we were very good last week. Well, not very good. We were good last week for 75 minutes. And then nearly, uh, typically in our in our way of the world, we nearly gave away the game. So we got to try and, um, you mean, strive to be performing tomorrow for more than an hour. Because I think for, for 80 minutes at this stage of the season, it's a little bit unrealistic. So... You kind of just create mini goals with the boys and then um, but it's probably a little less serious you think you know we've got some good, good fun guys here Will Skelton is back tomorrow Winnie Antonio and yeah, I think their their way of how they set themselves up to perform is very interesting they love smiling they love laughing they love joking and I think once you appreciate that and you know that they're going to be giggles in the room before game that means that they're excited 
Yeah, it's not that they're not interested, that every player is different. That might be their way of getting themselves motivated. Yeah, that was the big thing, I suppose. When I was at Munster, we were very, very serious. I felt that. I mean, you nearly like were the bold kid in school where you put your nose in the corner and don't speak to anyone, and that, that means I'm serious. But you go to, you know what I mean, Fiji, or you go to the Crusaders, you go to Rassi, you know, all different ways of how people prepare to perform because you got to remember it's sport too and a lot of these guys in their heads are, think they're artists some of them aren't some of them aren't <laughs> but once you know that you know what buttons to push and, and you leave them off because what happens around the world isn't necessarily what happens in Ireland so it's been fascinating just to watch that and see how people prepare to perform um, new URC season obviously about to go um, lots of change at Munster as we know new coaching ticket um, largely new anyway and some players out not quite the 34 obviously that you've lost um, and a couple in, in <laughs> <laughs> including um, Malachi Fakatoa we had Rory O'Connor on the show during the week and he was talking about like maybe they haven't recruited in the right areas is there a bit of like the sense of the, the sort of slight not so much of a as of a change around the personnel maybe as they would have wanted in specific areas uh, and that coaching ticket been changed around is there almost a bit of a like if they're grow if they're building a bit this year that's enough like not quite a free pass but a kind of a free almost a free pass season no I don't think anyone would look upon it like that I think I would be hugely optimistic I suppose because I know the quality of the of the coaching group and I think the players get so much direction from from the coaching group. I read Dennis Leamy's interview during the week and I thought his wording and his language was very pertinent. And um, I know Dennis well and he's a fascinating competitor, but he's right in the fact that Munster have to earn the right to challenge for something. We're talking about it where it's probably for another day, but I thought his use of language was very apt. Uh, and they have some uh, Graham Rountree would be brilliant with uh, with that group but I think he needs help from his assistants and he's got a great guy Mike Prendergast and then the karaoke and they've Kazi running the academy so there's harmony there I'd say for the first time in a long while and a harmonious coaching group will give direction and will give uh, will shine the light for where the players need to get to because you mean Leinster at the minute are, are far, far superior than where Munster are. Yeah, it's certainly going to be an interesting season on all fronts, including for yourself as well. Catch up with you around the track. Thanks, it. Cheers. See you guys. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.